Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast, powered by the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. That's right, open for breakfast in Madison, the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit or the Chicken and Waffles or even in a breakfast bowl at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison. Oh, good morning. It's a slice bread Thursday. We got some audio coming up here on uh, Jimbo Fisher's rant, calling out, calling out uh, Lane Train, among other coaches, vice president of Notre Dame. I don't know who that is. I missed that somewhere along the way. Forgive me. I'm not on the message boards that much and haven't been on, Blake, I haven't been on a message board this morning. Maybe I should get on one because that will make me an official Sports Talk Radio host. Um, yeah, so we're going to drop the Jimbo audio, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, he went off on a rant. I, has he has he doubled down on his country accent since moving to Texas and College Station and buying that big ranch that he referenced in, in December? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll get to some of that here in just a second. Good morning. Welcome in the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems. Yes, they are the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi. And their work stands on its own, on its own merit. Since 1980, big jobs, medium jobs, small jobs. Independent Roofing Systems, roofing.ms, the number one commercial roofing company Uh in Mississippi, Independent Roofing Systems. The show is also brought to you by Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland. Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland for all your collision repair. Dallas, Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland. Uh, shout out to Edwin Watts Golf Shop. Hold on, let me get this right. Carrie shot me a text, and I got to make sure I read this um, and don't mess it up. Here we go. Today at 11 a.m. And boom. All right. Today at 11 a.m., at Edwin Watts Golf Shop, they're having a uh, tailor-made driver fitting. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Edwin Watts Golf Shop, tailor-made sales rep, um, and Kerry and his team will be fitting the new Stealth Woods. Bring one, bring all. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by TaylorMade and Edwin Watts Golf Shop. Bam. Uh, Blake? Yes, sir. We're looking. I, it's funny that we were having fun with this in the big board, but I do want to announce, you know, I do want to 
let our listeners know this because there's people driving in that have son, daughter, whatever. We're looking for sports interns. Yes. So if you have a son or daughter at you know Jackson State, Bellhaven, Ole Miss, MSU, Delta State, Southern Miss, we've had them from every single, uh, including Millsaps. Um, all those colleges or universities we've had an intern from uh, at some point over the last uh, 17 years or whatever it's been. And it's some good experience. And it's a little bit of sports talk radio and a little bit of sports digital and a little bit of sports marketing. And uh, we feel like, uh, you know, young people can come through here and maybe pick something up and uh, use it at some point in their life. And if you show up and, and just do pretty good work, um, we'll be happy to write you a reference, which we have for many young people, because that's people helped us along the way, too. In fact, one of our, uh, Blake, uh, one of our awesome interns, uh, females are better than males, but we'll, whatever. Well, they are. They're more focused and organized and get stuff done. But one of our our interns, who happened to be female, uh, where did she go? The Chicago Bulls. So, Ooh, baby. Um, yeah. So, and, you know, come in, work, whatever. And it's not like you're having to, you know, climb a telephone pole or, you know, climb up on a roof or something like that. No. There could be a little manual labor because we ask you to, you know, move a little bit of this or that. It's like carry a box. I do find that the the females are more willing to, like, grab the trash bag out of the can and just take it and take it where it needs to go. Whereas a male is over there on a message board or on Twitter and you have to, like, go, hey – would you go do this? What's They're your, more the words proactive. The word you're looking for is initiative. Women, yes. Women that, take, that, that is the word that I'm looking women for. Women take initiative. Yes. The guys we've had in are not, for the majority of the time I've been here, have been decent. They're just... They're, oh, no, they're good dudes. They're foot, having, well, they're foot soldiers. You got to yeah. tell them what to do. Yeah. The, the well, theme, that's, that's what's wrong with our you know education system the, is it's, ooh, you know... You can give me five minutes on what's wrong with it. Well, no, because I don't ha- I don't have time for linear thinking and memorizing. But, um, um, no, I know what you mean, and it, and you're right. What it is is like the girls have typically asked us the the ladies who have come in as interns have typically come to us for the most part and been like, oh, what do you think about this or can I do this? Right, and you're like, sure. The guys are more like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, which is fine. It's not creative, but it's well, fine. And and a female is more, comes in more willing to learn. Whereas a guy, like all guys, all of us, a guy thinks I already know sport. Because by 17, what have we already done? We've already. Yeah. We're perfect. Well, we no, we've, <laughs> we've already come up with what we believe yeah. sports is. Yeah. No, I think, you know what I've enjoyed about and, being. And, you in, know, we've already defined it. And, and so yeah. we've layered, you know, there, we can't well, do a deep dive. That's actually that's, speaking to that for people who are, in, who are legitimately interested. This media, this industry has made me understand sports in a way that I 100% did not 10 years ago when I started, which it's crazy to say that this is year 11, but uh, it opens your eye. Working in media and in the industry opens your eyes to a lot of different avenues and perspectives that otherwise, as a fan, you just can't pick up. I couldn't agree with you more. And so it's fun. I can't believe I just said that. It's fun to get to experience a little bit of the behind the scenes and under, like how many different people from different, Walks Life teams, organizations have we interviewed just in the four years I've been here, let alone what I did prior to this. It forces you to open your mind and to interact with people who otherwise you wouldn't have. And, and you, you know, it makes you like people like Tim Corbin and, yeah. you know, people that you normally would. You go, oh, I can respect what that guy does. I understand what it takes. Right. You know, and you create these, like, unique perspectives that 
as a fan on a message board, you just can't. I mean, you can't. And that's what makes our business special. Yeah, it's and, cool. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome industry to be in. And it's a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar industry. And um, so, yeah, it's a great career path. If anybody's thinking about it, there's so many different things to do. Uh, you don't just have to be a, ho- uh, you know, a sports talk radio host to come in here and do an internship. But uh, if you have a son or a daughter that wants to get some experience, then y'all know, I mean, we're on every different platform there is out there. So you can get in touch with us. But we've had interns from Bellhaven, Jackson State, Millsaps, Ole Miss, Delta State, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and I think I may be missing some well, some other. And I'd even add in, I would almost suggest you should do this internship if you're not a sports person, and if you're a if you're in PR, marketing, it, human re, any type of interactive degree where you're going to have to work with people either in sales or in business or just human management. This is a great industry to get into because it requires you to deal with people, right. and that's something that is like as an as a college student, like I definitely had some good internships and I had some bad ones. This would have been one that would have absolutely uh, opened up some eyes for sure. So I think it's good for people who aren't even in sports. I agree with you there, too. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the overwhelming majority of our interns don't go into sports. No, That's yeah. a great point. But a percentage of them do, mm-hmm. and it's cool to see them go and wherever they go into marketing or, or whatnot. All right. Live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I mean, we've even had an engineering major in here, which cracks me up, but I love it, right? Um, all right, we're dropping some audio, Blake. Now, you, you just gave me a big sheet of paper of all this Jimbo Fisher rant audio. Uh, some of it, it, he basically calls out the whole SEC, but definitely takes a shot at Lane Train. That's either not going to sit well with Ole Miss fans or some will get it and laugh about it. Really, this should all be fun. And, and I mean, for, for Jimbo to go off like that when we don't get anything from coaches, most coaches are boring, right? And it's the whole to- Tony Kornheiser philosophy. I'm not, having, I'm not bringing one coach or one p- former player or current player on my show, and yet and he, he decided that 20 years ago, and yet he's got a top 10 show in the world. Um, and Because what is Tony looking for? It's one word interesting and most of the time they're not they're you know most of the time they're not like pierre thomas anyway um and i don't know why baseball coaches are more interesting we've gotten more from you know lamonis bianco uh cohen when he was both coach and so on um there's some others that we've had on anyway uh, where do we want to start, Blake? Well, do you want to play the whole thing for people who haven't heard it? Do you really? I don't know. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I mean, this is it's good. This is prime morning drive, yeah. and we have another 14 minutes in I this I bet segment. a lot of people have not heard it. Let's play the whole thing. All right, this is Jimbo Fisher. Look, let me set this up because y'all are busy. The, the context here is that it started floating eight weeks ago that, that A&M had raised 25 to $30 million in their name, image, likeness fund to pay for this unbelievable recruiting class that they just landed, which is the best recruiting class on paper in the history of college football, even trumping some of Alabama's and Georgia's the last decade, okay? And so, you know, that, that, those rumors have festered, and they bounce from message board to message board. And Jimbo even landed some more guys yesterday. So they killed it in recruiting. A&M's number one, and they're number one by 100 miles over Bama and Georgia, which I think surprised maybe all of us. Um, So Jimbo was asked about recruiting and the name image likeness, and I think they were talking about 
what Lane Kiffin was talking about a couple of days ago as far as are you going to put a surtax on what A&M spent via their name, image, likeness fund on this class. This is Jimbo Fisher's rant. Here's what I'm going to say, and this is point blank. This is point blank to the because I, here, here's, here's my problem. There is no $30 million fund. There is no $5 million. There is no $10 million. This is garbage, okay? And it does. It me off. That people, and here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. Then everybody runs with it. So it's written on the Internet. It's gospel. How irresponsible is that? You got, I'm going to tell you, some of that, there's some very reputable writers in college football and sports that wrote it and that said it and have done things. That's unbelievable to me. Some, I, when I first heard it, I laughed. I said, oh, yeah, what a clown. I mean, somebody, I didn't even think anything of it because I don't have social media. And it kept building, and lately I've heard more about it. To me, it's insulting to the players that we recruited that that's why they would come here. You ever been to a game here? You ever come to school here and see the education? You ever talk about the 12th man, the Aggie Network, when you're done? There ain't a better university in this country. And it's insulting to what you say. And all these, and we got writers who, who have said it and done it off sliced bread. A guy named Sly who made it up. Love to see who sliced bread is and put it out there with sliced bread. Let me find out where it comes from. And then to have coaches in our league and across this league to say it, clown acts. All right? Irresponsible as hell. Multiple coaches in our league. And the guys griping about NIL, griping about transfer portal, using it the most and bragging about it the most. That's the ironic part. You want character? I'll trust. I'll take it with any of y'all. It's a joke. It does me off. The other thing, when you look at, at, at vice president, I get another one. Vice president of Notre Dame. Supposed to be a reputable university, right? That's a heck of a person leading a reputable university. I'd be real proud if I hired that guy. Read it off sliced bread, but it, it, they say it because it's written on the internet. What are we worry about? The kids and social media and internet. How about grownups? How about the guys that are supposed to be setting an example? How about writers who are supposed to be writing the right thing? How about coaches who are supposed to be doing the right thing? And I'll tell you what, I know how some of those guys recruit too. Don't dig into that. I know the history, I know the tradition, I know, and I know things. Trust me, you don't want to go down that avenue. It's ridiculous, and it's irresponsible, and it's unbelievable. And I ain't just talking about one. Multiple people got NIL issues. It's funny, when Nick Saban said his quarterback got an $800,000 deal, it was wonderful. Now it ain't wonderful no more, huh? But ours, at, ours, we ain't got that. Ours are on record what comes up. We ain't doing all them big deals. There ain't none on our place that we know of. That's funny when you do it. It's hip- and then we gripe about the transfer portal, then you, take, you guys take more than everybody. What's about that and what goes on? Hip- the hypocrisy is a joke. It's an absolute joke, and it's insulting to, uh, to our staff, how hard we work, to how we do things, and it's insulting to Texas A&M because there ain't a better place to go to school and play ball. If you don't like it, we're coming on. Get used to it. All right? We ain't going nowhere. It, it, it's, it's an absolute joke that people put the hard work in and do it. It's irresponsible, but it's funny when they get it, it's all okay. Ball games are changing, man. And it ain't because of NIL and what goes on. It's pretty irresponsible of all of them. They're clowns. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we ain't going nowhere. All right, that jumped out at me. Ball game is a changing. Love that. You ever been to a game here? But let me say it. You ever been to a game here? You ever been to a game here? You ever been to a game here? You, you ever heard of the, the Aggie Network? I love that yeah, you yeah. mentioned the Aggie Network. Right. In like, other words, what he's saying is, <laughs> and again, this is recruiting. He is saying that, hey, if you come through here and stay and either go to the NFL 
and graduate or just graduate, uh, we'll hook you up with a job. I mean, look, he, he, they're, they're checking all the boxes. This is a guy, Blake, that may have been offered around $15 million a year to leave Texas A&M to go to LSU. And he just went 8-4 and four and lost to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. And Arkansas. And Arkansas and an LSU team that had 43 players. An LSU team that beat them so badly that they had to then go steal their quarterback to try to become competitive. And, and when, <laughs> when, when, when Jimbo said, we ain't going nowhere, he was right. They didn't go to the Gator Bowl. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, we're, we ain't going nowhere. It's we so ain't funny. getting on that plane. You said that, and as soon as I heard him say we ain't going nowhere, I thought, yeah, you ain't going to the college football playoff. <laughs> yeah. And yet, I now think, because uh, Blake and I discussed this ad nauseum on Kirby Smart, and Kirby out Kirby, I mean, he, he out-recruited his coaching and won a national title with Stetson Bennett the fourth, which is, in, I mean, we all thought it was incredible, remarkable, what what just happened that Ed Ogeron led LSU to arguably the best season in the history of college football and the most prolific offense in the history of college football. And all of us know that Ed Ogeron cannot coach his way out of a wet paper bag. And yet Kirby Smart just won it with Stetson Bennett the fourth. Shame on me once, shame on me twice. Jimbo's going to out-recruit his lack of offensive creativity and innovation, and they're going to win big. Now, can will they win it? I don't know. Let's see when we bust up the Western Division. That will work better for him because he has loaded the boat like Bama and, and Georgia as far as their talent level is right there. If it's not, with these last three classes that he has signed, he is right there. I mean, he's right at the door. As, and I'll say this, that's, that's, that's the best defensive line. That is the best defensive line recruiting in the history of college football. It's not close. And he went into LSU. I'm sorry, Louisiana. Did y'all see the, the, the uh, JPEG that they sent out or whatever it is? It was either Tex-Ags or Texas A&M. And talking about kind of, bragging. I mean, they went into like 12 states and took the best player. They went into Georgia and took the tight end. Now, how do you take a tight end? I, I mean, I know Kirby landed a big baller, but they went everywhere and grabbed the number one this, the number one that, the number one this. Well, he told you. He and knows, it's because he's got sliced bread behind and, him. And he knows a thing or two about Curtin. And I'll tell you what, I know how some of those guys recruit too. Go dig into that. Go dig into that. I know the history. I know the tradition. I know, and I know things. Trust me, you don't want to go down that avenue. <laughs> Is he talking about Will Wade or, I know or SEC football recruiting? I don't know. Where are we? I know things. I know. Th I love Is, that. Is you there, know that that meme where it's got the guy in front of the the keyboard cowboy in front yes, of the message board, yes, and 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 the wife's trying to get him to come to bed, and he's typing, "Honey, I have to tell somebody they're wrong on the mm -hmm, message board." Mm -hmm. That's what I kind of thought of when Jimbo said, "Yeah," and I know things. Well, it just, you know, it, this, it almost had that sound of, like, uh, embattled CEO who's being questioned by yeah. the Senate. And or a politician. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, like, like, you're sitting in front of the Senate hearing committee, and, like, you're like, whoa, hey, now, guys, why don't you go check out, you're, you're, you're doing it for car company A, and you're like, go check out car companies B through Z. I know how they do things. <laughs> like, it's, it's very defensive.
and aggressive at the same time. It's yeah. incredible. Oh man. Uh, I just, it's early in February y'all. And, um, Jimbo Fisher just made our month. Well, our spring. I was about to say. We'll do this. Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban, Lane Train. Cur- I mean, this is great. SEC football recruiting. It's it's the most emotional sport or thing that we all, you know, yeah. kind of deal with, right? Yeah, because even the people are, who aren't into the process are directly affected by the results. So they absolutely. still they still may they may not care how the sausage Talent is being drives made. 75, yeah. 70, 75% of your wins. They, they may not care how the sausage is being made, but they will be unhappy if the sausage is not done properly. Right. So it's, and, it's and, and, yeah. And we've talked about just when we come, bring it back to this state, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Let's take the last four golden eggs. It's very simple. Okay. Last Thanksgiving in Starville, Mississippi, who had the best players on the field? It's not hard. Matt Corral, Sam Williams, and I could keep going. All right. Year before, Matt Corral, Elijah Moore. Year before, Willie Gay, Colin Hill. Yep. Year before, Jeffrey Simmons and Nick Fitzgerald. This is not yeah. hard to, like you said, extrapolate. Yeah. And then, you know. Bartu's numbers have said for the last, I don't know what it is, like 18 seasons or whatever that he's on now, uh, that in the SEC, 78% of the time, the more talented team wins, regardless yeah. of location or who the coach matchup is. And that's why you hire a leech in a lane. Because they're offensive driven. Uh, they believe in spreading you out. And, it, you know, it is about matchups and creating space and chasing space. And those are two coaches. Like, Sylvester Croom and Ed Ogeron way back when. It, it, that was just never going to work. You, you, you weren't going to be able to create something that gave you an opportunity to upset people that either had a lot Correct. more talent than you or slightly more talent Correct. than you. The issue is when you hire a Leach or a Kiffin, you have to make sure that they are hiring people who bring in the right talent around them so that they can elevate No question. It. Kiffin seems to have done that up to this point. We'll see how the new hires pan out over the next year or two, however long he's there. Leach, I don't, Kiff, I don't think that, Lane Train made a, a good hire, no, I, a defensive coordinator at all. I, I understand. That. I'm saying up to this point, I he, got he had okay, been good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, had had people around him. Who Durkin were, did what and he Levy, needed to do. And Levy, and did Levy did. again, carried the weight of what Lane didn't want Both to do. Both recruiting and QB development. And kind of just organizing the offense. Correct. And then Lane could come in from 30,000 feet. Don't kid yourself. Lane was the play caller. It was Lane's offense. And obviously, he made the adjustments and so yeah. on at halftime, in which he did a... Magnificent job. Go but ahead. you might question what Mike Leach has done to surround himself with people who bring in that talent. And I think that's the problem for Mississippi State moving forward in Mike Leach is All right, tell you, me what you're I don't know what you're saying there. Well, I to me, you've got a you've got a group like at Ole Miss, they have up to this point done a pretty good job of bringing in their recruiting pieces. These new coaches, we'll see what they can do. We don't know yet. I mean, this this class is not partridge. Well, it is a little bit because he was already on the staff, but it's not Partridge's DC and uh, um, Weiss Jr. is OC. They didn't lead the charge on this class Fair and everything like that. Fair enough. For Leach, you had an opportunity to bring in another good recruiter on a staff that needs to continue to recruit this area well, and you didn't. When you're a Mississippi State, you need all the recruiting help you can get, right. I guess is my point. Kiffin is showing you that he understands that and how aggressive he is in the portal. He's okay. showing you he understands what I, that I takes. I, I can buy... 
a lot of what you're saying. Maybe not everything. They're not but perfect. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just I. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I, I, I do that think that 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 Matt Corral was able to mask a lot of things for Lane Kiffin too. Okay, yes, but that wasn't all his players either. So. No doubt. But I do believe in this. You ready for this quote? Because you you referenced the wide receivers coach at Mississippi State. Yes. Uh, coach from the inside out, recruit from the outside in. The most basic staff stratification rule that we have found in the last 10 to 15 years in college football. That's from Dave Bartu. I'm going to read it one more time for you. Coach from the inside out, recruit from the outside in. The most basic staff stratification rule that Bartu and his crew have found in the last 10 to 15 years of college football. Show is powered by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. CypressDepot.com. Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Kenny's got to send me some talking points, by the way.